0: Everyone, and welcome to episode 14 of the Make America Great Again Fantasy Football Podcast. We are at episode 14 already. It's been a journey, but we're almost there. We got two more weeks left. We got week 12. We got week 13. Oh, yeah, wait, wait. We got three weeks left because of the extra week. So we got three weeks left, and let's get into the. No, wait. It is week 13. Excuse me. So we have two weeks left. Let's get into the recap of week 12. We had Average Joes, 108 over the Elite, 58. Doesn't sound too elite to me. Rocky <laughs> Days 145 over the Orioles, 111. The Defending Champion, 129 over Team Blessed, 99. Beetlejuice, staying Hot, 105 over Darth Vanderesh, 101. That actually came down to the final play in Monday Night Football. And Humphreys Red Rocket versus the Finstones, sloppy all around. This was probably, if we had a vote, this was probably the sloppiest game of the year for the whole league. 81-52, to shit show. Both owners are probably disgusted with their team. Probably going to fire some people, but we'll get into that later. But now I'm going to introduce my co-host, Rocky. Rocky, what's going on?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, you just kept walking and kind of mumbling and uh, you're sounding like Anthony Biden over there. But then you forgot to introduce me. You know, I really like when you're like, "Hey, so this is my coach hey, how you been doing?" I was just like, "I'm pretty good." You know, Halo comes out in a week. Um, there's a new there's a new variant that we don't care about, and oh. what else? Like, Forza's been great, but then you just got into these scores. So you know, you're a real asshole for that.
0: I will. I apologize next week. I will introduce you like every other week. But it's it just Thank mind you. fucks me because you're you're not here most of the time, and I forget that you're here and We got to get a fill-in for you, and you're losing some Emmy Award votes for not being here. Because I'm always late. That's true, actually. Okay, you're right about that. You want to check out the uh, updated standings. You go on Instagram. Uh, Earlier today, Week 12 Power Rankings were out. Um, How are the arrows coming? Leave the arrows alone till next year. It's so confusing,
1: and you know it, and you know it anyway.
0: (laughs) All right. It's all right. Uh, So Week 12 Game Notes. Uh nobody clinched the playoff spot this week because average Joe is upset at the elite. Uh the elite, 60 days in first place. They're in sixth place now. Damn. One owner came out and said if they miss the playoff, this is one of the biggest busts in the of, of, of every season we had. Cocky Jays. Uh moving on, team blessed losing moves his elimination number to one. So another loss. He's in the tank bowl tournament. And also, Average Joe's keeps his hopes alive for that sixth seed. His elimination number is two, just like everyone else. But with two weeks to go, it's going to be a little harder. He's got to win this week against Darth Vanderesch. Fuck your team needs to lose. We'll see what happens there. Let's move into week 13. We got the Elite versus the Finstones. Brothers going at it. Uh, Right now, no one's the favorite. It's an even, 150, even. Uh, The Orioles versus Team Blessed. Team Blessed is the favorite there, but I won't sleep on the Orioles ever since they made that trade. Their team's been coming alive, but they cannot pick up these wins. Uh, Humphrey's Red Rocket versus Fuck Your Team. Humphrey's Red Rocket is looking to go for the season sweep against the defending champions. They are the favorite in this one. Cocky Jays versus Beetlejuice, one versus two. Winner of this game clinches a playoff spot. Not the top seed, but they clinched a the playoff spot. Cocky Jays is the well favorite. Also, Cocky Jays right now is the favorite to win the whole league. We'll get into that later on. Average Joes versus Darth Van Der Resch. Darth Van Der Resch is the favorite. And some um, weak notes about this upcoming week. The Orioles can end Team Blessed uh, with a win. That they'll eliminate Thumb from playoff contention. Uh, The elite is struggling. They lost three in a row, four of their last five. Um, And the Finstones can keep it going there for them. Humphreys Red Rocket can end fuck your team's win streak, also can clinch a playoff spot. We have two potential clinchers, uh, the winner of the cocky J and Beetlejuice. And like I just said, Humphreys Red Rocket gets a win. They're in. And moving on, Lenny's playing Joey and LaBita is playing Vinny. So, both people win and in. So, technically, we have three potential clinchers today. Moving on to Todd and his interviews. Toddy, what's going on? Mr.
2: Anthony Lilibita, how are you doing?
0: What's going on? I must edit my name out. Thank you. What's going okay.
2: on? Not much. Not much. Um, another week of fantasy football has come and gone two regular season weeks left to go playoffs are on the horizon and uh this is what you know sky Hansen usually calls the witching hour of the fantasy football season so um, yeah I'm, I'm excited to see how things are gonna transpire uh, down the stretch
0: yeah this is this is it the witching hour and i love that name i love that the name of it brings me to the red zone days on Sundays but let's move into it uh I know I know you interview I know who you interviewed one but how many interviews did you have this week
2: We did two, two? uh two? I'm I'm gonna, I
0: know I know the first one cuz I was yeah, I got
2: two interviews this week a team that won their game and a team that lost their game and I'm going to start off with a team that won their game and I'm talking about Beetlejuice and their owner Chris Freeman who continues to put on uh another great season. Uh he's getting closer and closer to having his team qualify for the playoffs. And they picked up a, a big win this week against Darth Vanderesch, a team that they were tied uh for first place in the league going back to last week. And now with the victory, uh Beetlejuice is sitting at eight and four, still tied for first place alongside uh Humphrey's Red Rocket and Cocky Jones. But a big win for Beetlejuice and I uh, asked Chris a couple of questions. The first question was, "Got quite scared this past weekend with your game with Darth Vader Esch, but you were able to escape with the victory. Thoughts on picking up the wind?" He said in a quote, "I was a little nervous because that rap prick Anthony tried to jinx me, but besides <laughs> the point, but besides the point, just like I thought, I came out victorious." I had a little struggle with DeAndre Swift getting her and George Kittle, but Matthew Stafford and the Bills' defense came in clutch for my team. Then my second question to Chris was this: Looking ahead to your next, looking ahead to next week, you have a big matchup upcoming with John, who you are tied with for first place in the league standings. Thoughts on the upcoming game and what it's going to take to take them down? He said, and I quote: "In my opinion, John has the best team in the league." It's going to be tough, but I am red hot. I'm currently 7-1 and in my last eight games, but my only concern is Cordero Patterson. If he has a bad game, I should win. But if he has a very good game, it's going to be a lot tougher. All
0: right. Good interview there. And Kyle Braves,
2: by the way, St. John has oh. the best team in the league. And I'm going to be honest with you, you may not be wrong.
0: No, no. Right. As of right now, um, our sponsor at Scolo bets. place all your bets if necessary if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. So if you look at his, his chart so on the website, he has himself as the most talented team. Agree. Everyone's saying that this this trade that he made with Team Blood pretty much set his tone for a championship. I, I really hope he does it. I really want him to win. I think a lot
2: of people are pulling John because he is an OG. He's been around this league for a long time. And was an years ago where he had a glorious opportunity to win it all. But he made a very selfish, ignorant decision in benching one of his best players because of quote-unquote matchups. See <laughs> so if John, um, you know, John gets it together this year makes the right decision because when I look at his team – He doesn't have have many holes. He doesn't. Uh, Getting Corey Patterson and Justin Jefferson from Team Blessed was a massive move and a move that made sense because they gave up Kyler Murray and they could afford it to give up Kyler Murray because they got Josh Allen. Josh Allen's having an awesome season. So is Kyler Murray, but, I mean, it's clear as day that John made the right trade and got rid of the right quarterback because ever since that trade, Kyler Murray has yet to play a game, and that had greatly affected Team blessed season as they are on the outside looking in. But yeah, when I look at the roster of, um, of Cocky J, you know, the return of Saquon Barkley was huge. Uh, like I said, getting Cordell Patterson big. They're deep at wide receiver, and uh, a lot going right for Cocky J. So they have a good chance, as anyone, to win the championship, and it would be their first championship in the history of the organization.
0: Yes, yes, it will be. And let's hear that second interview.
2: Well, the second interview is a team that did not win this week, and they have not won a lot recently. And it is my personal favorite owner in this league, Brian of the Elite, who have lost now three games in a row. They've lost four of their last five. And now they're sitting in sixth place in the standings. And like you mentioned earlier, there was a stretch where for 60 days straight, They had the best record, and they were the top team in the league, and it's been a collapse for uh, the elite, so that was the first question I asked them. Mm -hmm. Early on, Your season was going perfect. You had the best team in the league, points-wise, record-wise, but now you've lost three straight. You're now sitting sixth place in uh, the league standings, and now it doesn't look as a guarantee that you're going to make the playoffs. There's still a good chance you do, but Chances are there's also a chance that you are not going to win uh, to make the playoffs. So what is your mindset right now? Are you concerned? Do you still have the confidence that your team can pick up a victory, and get yourself in the playoffs? He you had know, This is saying, I quote, look, every team in all sports has bumps in the road. And right now we are going through it. Uh, I would be lying if I said I was not concerned because the way our team has played the last three weeks in particular, It's not the way we want to play football. We haven't scored a lot. We've been getting yards, but we're not getting the touchdowns. And in this league, in fantasy football in general, touchdowns, what matters the most. You can get 50 rushing yards. If you get a touchdown, that's double-digit points. You can get 70 receiving yards. But if you get that touchdown, that's what matters the most. And right now, our team has not been able to find the end zone. And these guys got to pick up the slack. Now, the good news is, Guys are coming back healthy. Uh, Alvin Kamara it seems like he's going to be playing this week. Uh, Johnson Hopkins is back practicing; he may be playing this week. So, those are two key players coming back into our lineup. But yeah, I'm not all that happy with the way our team has played, and we get, this is a must-win this week. Uh, the Finstones are one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, they just lost their best running back um, for the season, so we got to take advantage of his thin roster, and we got to we got to get a victory.
0: Yeah, I agree. The elite need to get back on the winning streak. If uh, I mean, I still have the elite in the playoffs. Uh, the elite, ah, man, if they lose against the Finstones, it's going to be a killer because if they lose against the Finstones, I don't –
2: If they lose against the Finstones, because I asked them, do you think you have any chance of making the playoffs if you lose to the Finstones? And he said, look, it's plain as day. This is a must-win. It's the biggest game of the season for us. We have to win this game. Or our chances of making the playoffs get very, very, very slim. And this is our best opportunity because after the Finstones, we play fuck your team and fuck your team are hot right now. And they have a really tough I'm going to stop you right
0: there. I'm going to stop you right there. Imagine if the the elite lose to the Finstones, average Joe's picks up a big victory over Darth Vanderesh and he gets a lot of points, like a, a 140, 145, maybe 150 win and then fuck your team loses to humphrey's red rocket the shit show that's going to be in the final week oh my god mm. wow
2: it's going to be pandemonium but oh
0: uh, my i just thought of that that's why i'm like in shock right now yeah and you and then you play fuck your team Winner could when it could get the 16
2: it could be the, the game between fuck your team and the elite when it's all said and done could come down to the fit to the sixth and final spot but um the elite knows This is a must win for them. This will be their best opportunity to get back on the winning ways to end the skid. Like I said, a healthy roster with Hopkins and Kamara possibly coming back. Some favorable matchups. Tom Brady is going to play Atlanta. And the Falcons have had a very rough year. So, you know, there's a hope for the elite that Tom Brady, who did not play all that well this past Sunday, only registered like 23 points against the Colts. There's a hope from the elite that Brady can get back to doing damage and putting up 40 points or so. But, uh, yeah, the Elite knows it's a, it's a must-win for them, and uh, we'll see if they
0: can get it against the Yes, it's going to be very exciting. Thank you, Todd. And let's go to my co-host, Rock, for Team of the Week. Uh, bust of the Week, what do you got?
1: Okay. All righty. Yay, I definitely expected you to come to me at this moment, so I definitely prepared. Um, I'll go with Bust of the Week. There was a couple guys, key guys. Um, I'm going to start off with a big receiver who disappointed DJ Metcalf. He was projected for ten and a half, only put up one. And remember, Lenny lost by, what, four? Rounded to four points. So even if he put up five points, he would have won, you know? So, definitely won a huge bust. Uh, Second person that I picked as bust of the week was Chris Godwin. The man put up, what, 0. 0.3 points. He was projected for nine. I mean, he usually puts up good points beyond Brady, but um, with Brady not throwing the ball uh, against the Colts, but not throwing effectively. Uh, they were really running the ball a lot that game. So you could see how those numbers, how that numbers happened. And fucking um, guy I hate the most this week, not on my team actually, um, I'm going to give this third final bust of the week. Yeah, you sound very prepared, my co-host. I'm very prepared. I'm very prepared. Two. You know,
0: my it. co-host looks for who he wants to pick. So now, we're gonna we're gonna welcome in the commission to join him because we missed. Hey, him what, him so mean? Much. It. what do you mean? I shake What do you fuck? You mean? What do you mean, fuck? No, 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 Don't fuck me. Fuck you. Fuck you, pal. You, you should be Dallas prepared for these. Sh- this is why you're losing Emmy votes because you're not prepared. You're not here, and we need fill-ins. You know what? We had two fill-ins, maybe three for you, and they have more Emmy votes than you. Who fills in for me? tj <laughs> tj's always on and i'm on more than tj i think i missed one week i won three weeks buddy what do you mean three weeks you missed three weeks when was I did the two third shows week? by myself and i did one with just tj
1: so that was two weeks where's the third week that
0: was no that was three weeks i did two shows by myself and i did one show with just tj and i think brian too
1: you think brian too
0: yeah, because if TJ was there, Brian was definitely there. So, yeah, three weeks, you were not here. Well, well I'm here gonna, today, we're, right? We're going to keep this going. Who's who's your third bust of the week?
1: My bust, third bust of the week is da- Dallas Goddard. Dallas Man Goddard. put up no points. No points in the matchup against you, which fucked TJ over. Very upset about that. I that mean was this whole a team, horrible
0: matchup between me and TJ. It was one of the worst matchups this league has ever had.
1: I mean, his whole team fucked him over. I mean, he was projected for 115. Only put up fifty. I mean, geez, that's a hundred point. That's a hundred points.
0: I know, Um, and I was nervous. I was, I was into that game. I was talking to uh, fuck your team's owner. He was mm -hmm. like, "Oh, what do you think's gonna happen?" And I really think McCaffrey. I thought McCaffrey was gonna drop like twenty five points, but then mm -hmm. he got hurt again. What about? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I mean, he. he, I mean, this might be it. I mean, you you see NFL running backs all the time just fall off a cliff. Yep honestly and that's a guy who just relies on speed and being agile i mean it really might be over for that guy i mean i, I mean not over career wise but over as a top fantasy running back i mean he you know he might not even be a starter next year i don't know what they're going to do in carolina i mean seems like they really I, should blow it up
0: starter. i think he's going to be a starter but will he but will he be drafted top 5 next year no we're no gonna no get into that now. we're going to get into that next year but that's something okay. to think about yeah, Christian McCaffrey be top five next year.
1: Oh hell no! But okay. you think yes, right?
0: I'm gonna say yes because it's Christian McCaffrey.
1: Uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, think of like five guys that are gonna be picked above him. I mean, you're gonna have the guy from the Colts. Jonathan Taylor is have...
0: definitely moving up to like two.
1: I mean, you're gonna have a guy from the Steelers.
0: Harris. Um, Not yeah, Harris. Harris, yeah, Harris, Jonathan Taylor. Derrick, yeah, like Derrick Henry's probably gonna go one again. Despite well, him being hurt, yeah. Chubb, 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 I don't Chub was what sixth, yeah. You, you were picking, yeah. You were sixth, right? Cause, yeah, because Lenny high. picked uh Taylor over Chubb and, and Zeke, mm-hmm,
1: yeah. And yeah, and then you have like Zeke, I mean, that could be another guy that probably will go higher. than
0: everyone's saying Zeke's having an off year, but he, he's been a good solid running back one for me, I mean, mm-hmm. He's been good, but uh, we'll save that talk for next year's draft episode. Okay. We're going to move in with the commish. Welcome back, commish.
3: What is going on, fellas? How are you guys doing today?
0: I missed that voice. Maybe come back. Baby come All right, what's going on, Commission?
3: Not too much. How you guys been this uh, lovely Wednesday evening?
0: Oh, it's all about Wednesday, baby. But we're going to move into this commish report. What do you have for us for the commish report?
3: All right, commission report. I thought, you know, I'll start off with the uh, dumbass segment because I only got one person on there. Uh, but the uh, dumbass of the week comes from the uh, Beetlejuice versus Darth and- uh, Vanderish game. Uh, as we all know earlier in the podcast, uh, Beetlejuice got the win by like four points and everything. So, you know, I was looking at the matchups and I saw that Lenny, had uh dk metcalf in who only got him 1.08 points Mm -hmm. which is horrible especially for a guy named dk metcalf on that offense and uh with russell wilson your quarterback but i was looking at his bench and he had michael gallup on the uh, bench who got him 8.83 points
0: that's a win right there
3: that that is a big win actually um it like, like a five-point game right there, and you know, if Darth Vanderviersch won that game, if he if he played Michael Gallup, you know, the whole standing situation could be totally different. You never know, but um, yeah, that's a that's a very. I mean, like, I don't know if anyone would have done that. I mean, DK Metcalf, pretty much you always got to start him unless, unless he's on a buy. Unless
0: you're cocky, Jay's owner, you know, you got to look at the matchups.
3: Yeah, you know, p- from. And for for those of you that don't understand that uh saying uh there was a uh, matchups the controversy in yeah America. we'll we'll just say a controversy in the playoffs that someone didn't start a certain player and uh pretty much fucked them but um yeah uh like I was saying I don't know if anyone would have played Michael Gallup over Metcalf if he had them on the same team. I mean, Metcalf hasn't been playing very good lately. Uh, that whole Seahawks organization is is all messed up with uh hurt, with people getting hurt and a bunch of other shit going on. But yeah, if Lenny started Michael Gallup over DK Metcalf, he would have won and could have changed a big difference in the standing. So with that being said, Lenny, you're a dumbass.
0: <laughs> all right, great uh, great dumbass segment. Uh, what else you got for us?
3: I also got the uh injury report, and uh, I have to say, this week coming up, or and last week with these two weeks, uh, this I think has been the most injuries I have ever seen in this uh year so far. But I'm gonna go down the list, and uh, you know, if any out there is uh, listening you might want to listen to this because there's a lot of star players on this list so getting started we have Amari Cooper who's got COVID-19 he is questionable uh, to play this Sunday so that's a that's a big uh, that's a big loss right there because that Dallas offense is you know fucking running and gunning down there then we got Antonio Brown with an ankle injury, and it, it was reported today that he is going to be out at least two more weeks. So that is uh, not good for Beal Juice, but it seems like Beal Juice is just doing fine without him because he has been gone for I think for like the past five weeks or four somewhere around there. So I don't think Beal Juice is too worried about that. But here is something he should be worried about: DeAndre. Uh, DeAndre Swift, he has a soldier injury. He is out multiple weeks, so that is not very uh, good right there. Then we got uh, Henderson Jr. with a quad injury, but he is expected to play Sunday. Then you got Chase Claypool with a toe injury. This guy, this guy's been on the injury report all freaking year. Guy can't stay healthy, but uh he should be to go- he should be able to go on Sunday. Then his uh New name to the list, uh, Delvin Cook with a chest injury. He is out two weeks, at least, maybe three, depending on how his uh, rehab goes and everything. So that's not good for um, fuck your team. Then we got Aaron Rodgers, another new player, added to this injury report with a toe injury. Uh, It was reported today that he will not need any surgery. And even though he is on a bye this week, he is expected
1: to play Next week, then, I'm playing the world's tiniest violin for that guy. <laughs> okay, go on.
3: Then you got, uh, then what you got that? DK Metcalf. But I mean, as I was looking, there was no um, injury they gave me. But it does say that he was, uh, he is questionable to uh, play Sunday. So just keep an eye on that. Then you got James Robinson with a heel injury, but nothing too serious. He's expected to play Sunday. Then you got Alvin Kamara with a knee injury. Uh, he is he is questionable. Right now he says he is questionable, but I, ca- I can see him playing. But if he comes down to a game time decision, I can see him being on a snap count. So uh, uh, the elite should... Uh, be very careful and looking into uh that injury then you got uh deandre hopkins hamstring injury uh he should be he should be good to go on sunday after missing multiple weeks so that's good then you got uh brandon cooks with an illness he did not practice today then you got david johnson who also has an illness he did not practice today Kyle Murray with an ankle injury should be ready to go this Sunday. Uh, that's going to be, I mean, I don't know if that's going to be big for uh team blessed, but I think this is going to be the first game team blessed without them. They making to a trade and after he made that trade is when he uh, got hurt and everything. So that could be a boost to a team blesses team. Then you got OBJ with a hip injury, nothing too serious. He's expected to play Sunday. Uh, Antonio Gibson. This is another guy that's been on this list for uh, a little too long. Uh, he has a shin injury. Uh, his status is up in the air right now. So pretty much he'll probably be a game time decision. Then you got uh DJ Samuel, a groin injury. He is out two weeks. So that's not good for um, the Orioles because me personally, I think uh, Samuel has been uh, the Orioles uh, best player and a very good uh, draft pick. Then you got uh Darren Waller, knee injury, did not practice, so he's probably going to be also a uh, game-time decision Sunday. Then you got um uh, uh, Melvin Gordon, uh, hip injury. He's questionable play, so we'll see what happens there. And then to round it all off, Christian McCaffrey, ankle injury, done for the season.
0: Damn, man, that last one was a real blow. It really is.
1: I mean, he's been, he, I mean, he's been so limited all year, you know. The thing that really hurts you is how high you took him,
3: you know. Yeah, I mean, what, I had the second or third pick, yeah. I think. I think I had the third because I think it was Henry, Cook, and then I took mm-hmm. McCaffrey, <laughs> which now is a huge mistake. I am uh, – I mean, I'm not going to say I regret because, I mean, anytime you have a chance to draft Christian McCaffrey, you better fucking do it or you're just a fucking idiot. Yeah, that's a But um, but, yeah, uh, big blow to the uh, Finstones. Uh, it's been a rough year. This, this will be the uh, second year in the MAG League where he will not be making the playoffs. Um, he uh, He's just looking to the tank ball just to win at least one of those games so he doesn't have to worry about the water balloons. But, uh, yeah, a very frustrating year for the uh, Finstones and uh, Christian McCaffrey.
0: Yep, and that, that it's, a, it's a blow But you know but Like I was telling Raku Will Christian McCaffrey Be drafted Top five next year uh, I'll give
3: drafted, you I'll give you My drafted, quick opinion
0: drafted Top third, five if he was drafted I don't think third, he will Yeah I don't think so either, But if he was drafted Third this year Everyone sees What Jonathan Taylor's doing Everyone sees What Nick Chubb was doing I'm surprised Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb needs More respect on his name But that, That's all I have to say About that He's got a great Offensive line I was surprised he fell all the way to, to Rocco. Hey, no, 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 I'm surprised. You know, because <laughs> yeah. like I said Lenny, Lenny, Lenny took Jonathan Taylor. Nobody, yeah. nobody knew Jonathan Taylor was gonna fucking do, have a breakout year.
1: Yeah, yeah. Nobody knew. I gotta, I gotta start looking at teams more than just like the individual player. Because if you look at the Colts, it's like, yeah, Wentz was a huge question mark, but that offensive line is just
0: so good. Yep. That's when it comes
3: down to running backs. It comes down to the offensive line. If they do not have a good, like, it doesn't matter. You can have the best running back in the league. If you don't have a good offensive line, they ain't doing nothing.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, it's a Quan Barkley.
1: And you know what? Even if you look back at McCaffrey, McCaffrey's best years was under that, like, Ron Rivera, you know, offense, and when he coached that team. Mm -hmm. If you look at what Carolina is now, they – there's, there's, no, there's no holdover from that old regime. Yeah, I'm not going to
3: lie. I think when Sam Darnold was a quarterback, he didn't really look to McCaffrey. I don't know if that's just the uh, offensive coordinator's uh, play calls, but, I mean, I felt like that they didn't involve him a lot. I mean, they have been throwing the ball more. DJ Moore has have, uh, is having a friggin' all-star year. But, um, yeah, I have... When Cam Newton came back, I was like, oh, you know, this should be good for Christian McCaffrey, you know, because Cam Newton loves to like run the ball and stuff. But mm-hmm. uh but yeah, just uh just been a down year for Christian McCaffrey. And uh I don't like I said, uh next year I don't see him being a top five pick. Um I could definitely see him in the first round, maybe late, maybe early second, but top five. If, uh, if I do have a pick in the top five, I um, probably will be staying away from him.
0: Yeah, I, I have to agree with that. I have to agree with that. But you know what? That's going to do it for this episode. Uh, we'll see you next episode. Um, thank you to my co-host, Rocco, Commissioner, again, for stopping by. Also, Todd with his uh, interviews. And we will see and hear everyone next week. Hopefully, we have a special guest being that it's the last regular season episode. And then really? we have a special episode after that. Um, we'll get into that next week. But you know what? Also,
3: I just want to throw out a little, I mean, That's- not really a bold prediction, but I'm going out. And I just want to say this right now, and I'm going to stick with it. The Fantasy Football Mag Finals, the championship game is going to be uh, John... Taking on Lenny. Book it. That's my championship game right there.
0: That's it, guys. Mm-hmm. That's 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 what he's going for. Uh, but if Lenny loses this week, he could be in jeopardy. You, you never know. Like I said, if Average Joes beats Darth Vander, Darth Vander, all right. So if Average Joes beats Darth Vander, if Humphrey's Red Rocket beats Fuck Your Team, if the Finstones beat the Elite, it's going to be a four or three way tie for the six seed. And then in the final week of the year, it's going to be fuck your team versus the Elite. I don't know who Lenny's playing. I don't know who Joey's playing, but it's going Lenny's
3: playing. Lenny's playing me the last week of the season.
0: All right, so there it is. I don't know who Average Joe's playing, but if if those three team takes an L this week, it's going to be a great fucking final week of. the year. We, so, I, 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 I assume next weekend we all need to be together for the, that, that week. Go out
1: the, the, front, the final week, is, is this week coming up, week 13? No, next week.
0: Next week is the last week of the regular season. Uh, oh, usually week okay. 13, usually week 13 is the final week, but we have that extra week this year. Well, but bye weeks
1: actually on next week too, bye weeks and week 14. I was yeah. going to say, if the player have started and you still had bye weeks, like, damn, god damn, that'd be – That'd be pretty rough.
0: Well, I know this is the MAGA League, but uh, just throwing it out there. My Dynasty League, I'm not too happy about this. Next week is playoffs, and I got some key uh, buys. not happy about that. But you know what? Let's wrap it up. Like I said, 14 We'll hear everyone next week for episode 15. Also, we're throwing in a special episode after week 15 for the playoffs. So it's so long now, and we'll see everyone on the next one. So long, everybody. Later, later, go, Matt.
1: Right. Hey, bring it
0: back, to the